The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. Lisa, you want to know if your emotions are normal? No, no. Um, I've been seeing a psychologist for years, uh, and he's helped me a lot, but I told him I don't feel much emotion. Oh, Case okay. Case point, my son has brain cancer. <gasps> when I found out, I felt nothing. Now, I know I'm having this problem. He says I do because he sees my, the expressions on my face. When somebody tells you your son has brain cancer, it, you know, you would feel that. I, I don't know what to do. Okay. When did you find out? That he had brain cancer? Yeah. Uh, for five years then. Okay. I'm so sorry to hear that. How old is he? Well, he's 30, but he's, he's, his last uh, seven MRIs have been amazing. He's doing very, very oh, well. Oh, he's doing well? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we have a friend that had brain surgery. She had a problem, too, and as far as I know, she's doing fairly well. So yeah. I hope that that's... Uh, well, that, so far. Yeah. Far yeah, I know there are no guarantees, unfortunately, huh? No. Um, but so you need to... What I'm hearing is that you want to understand yourself better. You want more clarity on why am I not feeling emotion? What emotion right. are you... Yeah, go ahead. Tell me what you no, were thinking. I'm just listening. Oh, so what emotion would you anticipate that you should feel or ought to feel in that well, type? Well, I mean, somebody says if your son has brain cancer, you should be devastated, you know. I felt nothing. Okay, so what's one possibility that you've looked at? Why Why might you not be devastated? Well, my, I was emotionally abused. I'm sure that has something to do with it, right? Okay, what's the connection you're making? What, what do you mean, the connection? It sounds like you're making a connection that because you were emotionally abused, you managed your mind a certain I, way. I, I, what I've managed to do is stuff my emotions. Oh, that's, there you go. Yeah. So as a protective device as a kid, you learn to stuff your emotion or whatever, whenever yeah. the abuse happened. And that's a normal response. It's it's not a healthy response because the abuse isn't healthy, but it certainly is a life-preserving response in that context mm-hmm. that, I mean, what can you do if you have no choice, if you're being physically or sexually or whatever it is, emotionally abused? Some people just deaden the emotions. They just want to turn off their whole emotion. They don't want to feel the pain. And I, how do I, how do I learn to feel again? I, Okay, well, there's your motivation. If you said you love this, don't take it away from me. I love having a deadened emotional... No, no, I I want to feel. The fact that you want to feel is an emotion itself, isn't it? You have a hunger. You have a desire. Absolutely, I do. So be aware that the strong... That is a very important movement forward for you if you make yourself if you allow yourself to be aware of it that you have the desire to open up and allow yourself to feel now remember these were your instructions to your subconscious that you are not you, you none of us are aware of it as a kid i mean i told myself i'd never trust my own mind as a kid i mm-hmm. actually remember saying that and boy i felt really insecure for many years until i was able to confront that and say well i could trust it a little bit maybe you can use that a little bit that w- those words a little bit are very okay. liberating or- Say that again. What word should I use? A little bit. I'll let myself feel a little bit. I'll let myself trust my mind a little bit. That was in my case. But in your case, if you allow yourself, instead of telling your subconscious, hey, honey, you have to feel everything, all that raw pain, all that raw emotion, 
you could experience something, and you may anyway, called... Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad, and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. Instead of telling your subconscious, hey, honey, you have to feel everything, all that raw pain, all that raw emotion, you could experience something, and you may anyway, called flooding. When you've told yourself to for years, don't feel. People who have post-traumatic stress disorder, they might come back from a war and they don't want to go through the pain anymore. They might give themselves themselves the, the just the passing thought, but they don't realize it's a standing order in their mind. Don't mm-hmm. feel. Don't go there anymore. And then their kids can't relate to them anymore because they're not allowing themselves to feel. It's like, you know, if you're in a hospital and you're on a heart monitor and suddenly the monitor goes flat, what does mm-hmm. that mean? You're dead, right? So, well, if you're yeah, so I should just say what what, what should I say? Well, that? one of the things you you, you I'm glad you're in therapy because you can do this much better to do this with a therapist because okay. if I suddenly told myself, Ellen, it's okay to feel a little bit. And let me think about something that matters a little bit. What's important in my life? My son's important. Honey, you need to be able to process the grief, the, you know, the potential grief. And then it, then it settles more in your mind because if your son does really well, you can celebrate the joy too. Well, I'm, I never did have any grief. Like I told you, I never felt Right, anything. because what you're saying is that you, you have a policy that you just shut down. Well, not not Go consciously. Ahead. No, no, but you're making it more conscious now by talking about it, right? You're the one that yeah. told me that you shut down. You shut down with the abuse. Mm-hmm. And so you could work with your psychologist to see any connections. Now, it's not that you want to dig into your past and feel all the pain again. You might need to do a little work just to liberate yourself, though. And a good psychologist would not not immerse you in the past, but help you understand it and release some of those emotions and let you express what you really wanted to express towards the abuser so that you could have a voice again within your own mind and so that you could experience emotions and not be flatline emotionally, not be psychologically numbed. You know, you don't want to be anesthetized for your whole life. That's not a great coping strategy. You know, I I, I think I told you, I've been with my psychologist for five years and we've been worked on on everything, including this. Yeah. I tell him I don't have emotions. He says I do. Everybody does. Everybody has, but not the kind. And I told him I said, "No, you're not experiencing them, but you have the capacity for emotions. That's what you have. Okay. And emotions are response to things you value or don't. If you, I just, I I recently went into um, a place where it smelled like the septic tank had back. It was, it it was actually a drugstore, and it was so stinky in there. Boy, did I have an emotion. It was. I mean, it was like uh-huh. a whole physiological reaction. Or you could go into a perfume factory and say, oh, my God, this smells lovely, or a florist uh-huh. or something. So you want to notice, even on the small things, become more aware of when you have a gut 
response to something you like or don't like because that's your emotional mechanism coming back online. Be aware that if you have been through abuse, it's so good to be with a psychologist when you start to de-repress. That means uh-huh. like, because the psychologist, you might go through what is very normal, which is called a period of flooding where you start to let the emotions come back in and that scares people and they go back to their old strategy of shutting down. Well, you know what he he tells me, he tells us all the time whenever I yeah. talk to you about emotions, he said you'll you know, say some you know, just deviate and just go into something else. So he said you're afraid of your emotions. So yeah, you don't want to be afraid of them. You want to be able to value your emotions. Sometimes right. watching a very good movie can help. Uh, you know, I recommend movies like Chocolat or something, just something uh-huh. that you can enjoy. So listen, I know we need to wrap it up. I wish you the best. Um, emotions are the stuff of life, the good emotions and the bad. Learning how to read them is great. You can go to my website, drkenner.com, D-R-K-E-N-N-E-R.com. Look up my review of the book, Mind Over Mood, and I think that will help you a bit. Oh, really? Okay. Well, thank you so much. Oh, you're very welcome, Lisa. All right. For more Dr. Kenner podcasts, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the serious romance guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Your ability to value romance can be helped if you have a rational approach to raising your own family. Being a parent is an awesome, time-consuming, long-term responsibility. Do not choose this role out of duty or conformity. Remember that it costs not only time and effort, but also a lot of money to raise and educate a child. Plan long-range by saving money and by locating your home in a good school district. Make time for parenting and for romance. Thus, you maintain parenting as a value rather than letting it turn into an unwanted duty or allowing it to undermine your romantic relationship. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.